welcome to the show. Yeah, but I let them know. G O A T Y, G O A T Y. Canada's heavyweight kingdom can only endure a single king. For the current king of the heavyweights in BFL, Kyle Machado's rule has been absolute. I've been dominating Canada since for many years. I've been taking every fight for the last six fight win streak, uh, four, four first round finishes. There's nowhere else to go but the UFC, especially right now that they come to our backyard. I need a spot on that card. UFC, here I go. Welcome, GOAT fans, to another episode of GOAT Radio. I'm the big man, and I got to say, I feel kind of off calling myself the big man because Jordy okay. B is an absolute beast. They call him the king of the north for a reason. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm so pumped to welcome five-time BFL heavyweight champ, Kyle Bigfoot Machado. Hey, how are we doing? Thanks for having me on the show. It's a pleasure. We've been talking about getting here in the uh, last couple of weeks and finally made it. Thank you, brother. Uh, and it's uh, perfect timing because we got UFC in about a month and a half and the GOAT fans are, are excited. So we'll get into that in a bit, okay? Um, first things course, first. Yeah. First things first. The GOAT fans know the drill. I got to say what I'm wearing. For, for you, Bigfoot, I am wearing the number 10 Yellow jersey, Brazilian national soccer team, Kaká. He is great. Hey, he is one of the legends of Brazilian soccer. Hundred percent. Like, yeah, uh, being grow, grew up watching him since like '02 and a little bit earlier when he came up in Brazil. Great player. Like, I'm I'm a very big soccer fan. I was very big on on Kaká when he he came up and all on his days of Milan. So great, great pick for for jersey. Awesome, yeah. So speaking of Brazil, Kyle, uh, MMA is massive in Brazil. Uh, how, how did you start your transition in the fight game in Brazil? So uh, MMA, as I say, MMA is big in Brazil. Martial arts in general, BJJ, MMA. Uh, it's constantly right now the second. I would say the second sport in Brazil, right after soccer. Yeah. Uh, I first the first got to do to the made warrior martial arts when I was around ten years old, and and I was I was just like a big kid with a lot of energy and very playful, but like just playing with my friends, I will end up like hurting them and not being able to understand how my actually like using my body and and how do not hurt other people. So my mom decided to put me on BJJ so to like feel a bit more, spend some more energy and understand how my body works a little bit more developed. And that was a big part of me growing up. I always been into sports. Uh, I did did that BJJ from 11, 10, 11 years old until I was 14. That's when I started playing a little bit uh, high school basketball. uh, And... But right after that, and and came to Canada for a year for for my change program. Yeah. Sorry, my wife got just got in, something something happened in the back. All good. It's all but, family. It's all good. Yeah, I'm in the middle of 
now it's just moved, so it's kind of I haven't found a spot to to shoot that yet. But coming back, I came to Canada for a change program a year, and then when I got back, I decided to come back to train BJJ. I missed that a little bit. I think that was kind of uh, training that's been my college schedule. And I with BJJ started doing Muay Thai, started competing on both, and with time started figuring out that I was getting the wins, I was getting better, and one day I I always had that dream to like get one fight in and getting the experience to be in the cage. Uh, luckily when I came to Canada for for school again and I I got the shot to to debut at BFL and got a, a got a fought, fell in love for the sport and came and then came my life through since. Absolutely and. Uh... I have to bring up some of the absolute greats come from Brazil. Some of my favorites, Anderson Silva, uh, Jose Aldo, the Nogueras. Is there any fighters that kind of you, you got inspired from? Yeah, of course. Uh, both the Nogueras brothers. Um, Shogun was a big one in Brazil for me growing up. Anderson Silva, Aldo. Uh, Victor Belfort, like uh, I started training, I started when like on the peak UFC in Bra- for Brazilians. When we had like Anderson Silva on that amazing run, on when Rosaldo was, was doing like was beating everyone. Uh, one Anderson was fighting Victor Belfort. Would have Dos Santos that had weight champ. Like, I, that's when I started getting more just into the sport. I actually lived for the the fight that. That caught my eyes for the first time in MMA was that Anderson Sony won when we I was with my family in the bar. I wasn't even to watch the UFC and was playing in the back, and I just saw like Anderson getting that beating and and like resisting for trying to survive for four four and a half rounds until the, he pulled the the triangle choke and I said, "Damn, that's beautiful." I'll, and I was doing jujitsu by then and I. The, the idea of doing that just grew up on me and that's where I started shifting that way. Yeah. Well, you look like a, you look like a freakish athlete. You look like you could play NFL right now. <laughs> I, I always get, I always question myself about that. Could I, I unfortunately, like growing up in Brazil, we do not do much. Uh, what do you got? Uh, American football. But I definitely have the body type. I feel I feel like I'm a very athletic guy, and especially being six foot four, two hundred sixty five pounds, uh, I I could do I could play anywhere. I just like like to fight, and that's what I end up. So you're from. Uh, hopefully, I get this right. Presidente Prudente, outside of Sao yes. Paulo, outside of Sao Paulo, Brazil. Um. Was it in your teenage years? Was it kind of tough? Was it was life kind of struggle at points? Uh, not really. Like uh, I'm very, I'm, I'm very lucky. I have a very like stable. I had a very stable life growing up with my family, uh, family support. Always playing sports, so I had the opportunity to get to good schools, uh, to learn English. What's not mm-hmm. a very normal thing to do in Brazil, and that. It's showing up now that that was a great thing to do. I got I got the opportunity to travel around and live in Germany for for a couple months. I I did exchange program here in Canada during high school, so 
I I I got great life experience. My my teen years growing up, I had so many opportunities. I can't complain at all. But I think since I was a young, since I was a kid, uh, I always been drawn to sports. I always been fascinated about like being a professional athlete, breaking the limit, and like when I found uh, Dan Dan Jordan MMA uh, was right away, and knew I had to develop my put my soul on it yeah so i want to get into vancouver the ufc is coming in our backyards man and i'm sure it gets annoying everyone's asking you because man you are the number one ranked canadian heavyweight like you are you are running through guys they don't know who to put you with now can you share any news what your plans are i know there's also a bfl in june as well any plans this summer? Uh, so I, in an ideal scenario, I would be fighting here in Vancouver. I, I don't think that would be a better situation to be on the USC. But Vancouver, I've been doing all my fights here. I've been dominating the Canadian scene. I'm the biggest, baddest man in Canada right now. Uh, even the other heavyweights outside the promotion. Uh, just like I think right now I'm in point I, I can be fighting with the top heavyweights in the world so uh, I consider myself the top one in Canada but you know there's a lot of politics going on it's a pay-per-view card I don't know if my name is going to be up there so let's see competitors up there I hope I was supposed to get my Charlotte here had some busy shoes so that would be a that would be probably where I, I would end up I don't know much about it but BFL is another thing too. Like I always, I always had the chance to fight. I always loved to fight at BFL and made them at home. I proposed to my wife on that cage. So let's see. I'm waiting. It's a couple more information, but I can tell you whatever comes in the summer, I will be fighting the summer. And whatever comes, uh, I'm coming to knock someone out. Yeah, I can't wait, man. We're gonna go radio. All the boys here are gonna be pumped for your next fight. So you are. Awesome. I want to talk about some of your skills. You are an extremely well-rounded fighter. You are the undisputed BFL champ, okay? Uh, You're on a a six-fight win streak? Yes. Six fights. If it was up to you, Kyle, how would you like the fight to go? Would you like to have it standing, or do you like to take it to the ground to use your skills, or does it even matter? Like honestly, it doesn't matter. I'm very comfortable to to fight whenever, whatever. If the fight goes to the ground, I'm very comfortable there, off my back, on top, getting the submissions, ground and pound. It. But I, I I'll always always like to to stand up a little bit more. I feel that uh, at the end of the day, we we're trying to put on a show, and the crowd likes to see the striking. They like to see big guys knock each other out, and I'm very good at that. So if I get to choose, I I'm gonna I'm gonna go through striking, but I have a lot of ability and I have a lot of confidence in my ground game. And if the fight presents itself around there, I will finish on the ground for sure. Absolutely. I also want to get into the mental side of the things. I always say, MMA fighters and and especially champions, their mindset, their mental focus is. Like like the best of athletes, how do you keep your mind in check? 
How do you keep it so, strong, focused? Uh, first of all, I love I love the game. Uh, I'm I love to study. I love to watch tape. I love to get get into it and improve what as I can. But as a mindset, first of all, I'm there to have fun. Yeah, I yeah, I just like love to do it. I'm I'm having fun. I'm smiling. I'm laughing around. That's uh, being a big, be always be the bigger guy in the room makes me always have to hold myself down a little bit. Like in life, I'm always containing myself. I'm always I'm big, loud, I'm strong, and I'm always trying to make myself smaller. I'm trying to make myself quiet. I'm trying to blend in a little bit. In that cage, that's where I can get myself free. I can release. I can show full power. I can be as loud as busy. And, the big guy I actually am. And like I have ADHD and I feel that helps me with the superpower where when I get that adrenaline going on that cage, I instead of on the everyday thing where I not concentrate on anything, I can feel like full on on all, all aspects of the fight. And that's just make makes me tune in with what's going on right there and ready to go. Awesome man. And um how do you prepare for a, a heavyweight fight? Because blink of the eye, they're they're usually done. Not all the time; they go the distance sometimes, but they're usually done. Uh, like for example, your last four fights, done in the first round, you destroyed the opponent. How do you prepare? Do you watch a lot of video? Do you study the fighters? Do you try to visualize how the fight's going to go? Because it's usually quick. Yes, hundred percent. First of all. I'm preparing. Uh, I'm always preparing to to the to the distance. I have the cardio to go five, ten rounds if I have to. I I'm considering myself one of the best cardios in the game on my division, and that help also helps in my game. But uh, overall, I'm just I'm always visualizing. I'm always watching. I I study so much tape. I kind of like every time shadow boxing. Every time I'm walking, I'm seeing I'm seeing my opponent's movements. I'm I'm studying how I'm countering, and I'm planning everything. I see every scenario. I, if I go to the ground and he does, he, he put me aside, aside body. What do I do? Where do I go? I plan every scenario in my head before the fight starts. So when I get there, I see, I see and done everything. Very, very, very awesome. I know you're. I was gonna say, you're a big man, and it is tough to have the conditioning. You, that's one of your strengths and you, you cause a lot of problems. If it, if it does go the distance, you're heavily favored. How do you, 100%. How, how, what do you do? Do you, do you run a lot or is it just your will? Uh, I try to, I run not, not as much as I want to or just for now I put some extra weight and running itself bothers me, bothers my knees and feet. So I've been switching the running uh, process with a lot of biking, a lot of swimming, a little bit of running, but like tr I always try to make everything uh, the five minutes intense that I need for the round. So I, I, I try to do wor every workout that I'm doing for a kaido will be set up to five minutes intense, mm -hmm. and then I break, I take a little bit of break a minute, five intense minutes, then I break up a minute and go slow. So the I'm preparing myself not just for a marathon. I'm preparing myself not. I'm not running the same the same way. I'm not swimming the same way as a, a swimmer. I'm 
I'm doing everything. Everything is planned as a fight. So I have five minutes, one break, five minutes, one break. And everything is the pace I want to do. So I can, I can control the fight and go faster, harder, uh, rest a little bit uh, as the fight goes. Uh, but yeah, a lot of work, a lot of work at the gym. And that's how I, how I got the cardio. For sure. And you're, you're obviously a really feared man in the ring, uh, but off out of the ring and the cage, you're actually, you seem like a really nice guy, really respectful guy, but do you, do you like to engage in a little trash talk for your opponent? Do you like to have that uh, mental warfare, trying to get him off edge a little bit? Do you like to do that before fights? So if you if you watch me a little bit, I'm all, I'm always approaching the fight week and approaching my opponent with a smile on my face, uh, and that energy that I'm I'm relaxed because I am and I, I feel if I'm across someone that's that's there to that would be blocking the getting locked in the cage with me to exchange punches and that that guy is calm and relaxed and smiling that guy's danger. Making a mean face, saying, saying shit, that's easy. Yeah. But being calm, being relaxed, being, being feeling the energy, still at home on that kind of environment, that's the hardest part. So that's where I get into the people's face, people's mind. And when they play me with all the big shots they can, and I look up and smile and shake my head and say, let's go, I can I can see sometimes in the fight when they will goes out like when they hit me with everything they can and they and they see oh there's no way to knock this guy out and they will goes away right away. Yeah, there's a we have a clip of you across the ring from someone doing your smile. It looks fucking scary. <laughs> <laughs> it's awesome, um, Kyle. Can you tell us about uh, the gym you train out, you coach at, and uh, FKP, Franco, kickboxing, and pancreation? Oh, 100%. I, I've been training with uh, Franco and all the team at FKP for, since I came to Canada, so it will be around eight years right now uh, by, by, by default. And I've been Pretty much working all this time with Coach uh, Chris Franco, one of the pioneers in, uh, in the MMA in Canada. He uh, uh, he's he's one of the guys who brought who start who brought who started the first MMA gym around here. Is like definitely one of the coaches I I see around and I hear a lot of like ringside instructions. And there's few guys that understand more and can give the proper instructions. Like a technical and proper instruction is doing the fight. It's not a guy like go, go harder, keep going, push. It's a guy that left left hand body body go to the head, move around. So he's a very technical coach. He's a guy that's been in the sport for a while, understand a lot. Uh, it, it's he and his family to me also with my my main training partner Jaden Martin. They all they both own own the gym. And like those guys, was the other parts of the gym, uh, their family, we have a great relationship. But like the, the knowledge and the skills we have in that room, it's it's different. Yeah, 
you definitely got a team full of legends. It's an amazing team you got. Do you guys ever have rivalries with other gyms? I always wondered that. They, uh, like, it's I don't have a rivalry with anyone. I'm the guy who fight, fights a fight. After that, we want to go for a beer. Yeah, I'm yeah. Up to you. But the guys always have a little bit of beef with someone else. Uh, it's not my place to to share that, but yeah, yeah, yeah. On, on my part, I'm I'm all I'm here for the sport. Nice, brother. Um, how do we get our hands on the Bigfoot T-shirt? I'm gonna get one definitely before your fight to rock that. Can you let the Goat fans where we can find the link to get some shirts? Hundred percent. I have some shirts that I don't say on my my page at Bigfoot.com. Uh, I have shirts, uh, white, black, and white shirts. I have hoodies. I will be. Uh, I am working on the next fight, and once this next fight is announced, I probably will have another line coming up soon. So, minutes.co, if you go on my Instagram page, will be on my link over there. Go straight okay. there, I can get my, my stuff. And yeah, let's go from there. Awesome, brother. We're going to finish off the pod with some goat rapid fire with Bigfoot. So, you're going to give us your choice. You're going to expand if you want to, or you're going to say next question. Okay. Yeah. Are you ready? Let's goat. Okay. You live in cool. Vancouver. So obviously hockey is big here. Have you ever laced up the skates? Yes or no on the ice? Yes. Not for hockey, but I, I'm, I'm not a bad skater, but I can, can do the basics. Awesome. Cristiano Ronaldo. Or Ronaldo from Brazil? Ronaldo from Brazil. Messi or... He's playing Corinthians in Brazil. He's a guy that I grew up with. Uh, O2 was a brilliant... He was like... You know what? I think maybe Messi and Pele, like a couple guys in the world made like a World Cup like he did in O2. So, Ronaldo. Absolutely. Messi or Pele? Pele, one has one has one World Cup, the other one has three. There's a uh, the king is the king for a reason. Absolutely. And now he's up there; he'll be the king forever. Ah, uh-huh. yes, that's a good point. Okay, Shaqu- uh, LeBron James or Kobe Bryant? Uh, I love. I'm. To mix it up, it's a hard question for you because I love LeBron. I love his. He's way to play, but I, uh, um, the Kobe, the mama mentality, that's, that's next level shit. Yeah. Awesome. What about Shaq or Carl Malone? Shaq. Oh, uh, growing up, always be a Shaq, a Shaq guy. I had, I don't know if I still have my mom, mama's place, but I had like a old Miami, Miami hit Shaq jersey. I love that guy. Yeah, me too. All right. So we love our wrestling. I don't know if you grew up watching wrestling, Hulk Hogan, Ric Flair, all those guys. But who do you choose out of the big men? Andre the Giant or The Undertaker? I'm really not a big, big wrestler guy. That was not a uh, big in Brazil growing up. So I, You can say I next question. Next question. Okay. Okay. Some MMA. Wanda La Silva or Chuck Liddell? Wanda La Silva. Anderson Silva or Israel Adesanya? 
Anderson all day. Like, Easy, Easy is great, but like the way Anderson handled a lot of fights, the way he was doing stuff, that was that was magical. Yeah. John Jones or Francis Naganu? Jones. Easy. Easy. Okay. Naganu is a big guy with a lot of power, but skills for skill, quality of fighting, uh, quality of resume. Like, John Jones, like, been on all the legends at 205. And yeah, he, he's one of the greatest. For sure. Okay, Kyle, I know you like to predict fights. You're a predictor. You're very good at predicting fights. So I got three for you. For So I got one right now. Jake Paul or Nate Diaz in boxing? Who do you have? Jake Paul versus Diaz in boxing. It's, Ooh, it's in, I, it's in I, August. You know what, you know what way they're fighting at? Uh, I, I couldn't tell you that. Because they, I, I just feel Jake is too big for Nate. Nate, Nate is to be a small one seventer, and Jake is fighting at two hundred at two hundred pounds. That's yeah. too much size difference for just boxing. So, uh, and besides, like if it goes to the judges, probably go on Jake's side. Uh, okay. I, I would go. I would go with Jake Paul. Okay. So there's a boxing fight tomorrow. People are calling it the fight of the decade between Gervonta Davis. And Ryan Garcia, little guys, but they're both undefeated. Can we get your prediction on that fight? Like, I've been watching, I've been studying a little bit of those guys, but I have no idea on the prediction. I always keep this one. I just, I, I'm just excited to see how I will boxing tomorrow. For sure. And we also have a UFC fight night tomorrow and potential future opponents of you. We have Sergey Pavlovich versus Curtis Blades. Who's winning this and how? Uh, I think Pavlovich can win by a decision. Okay. Uh, I, I, I see... I, I've seen a couple of fights of both guys and I see... Um, I see Pavlovich has a little bit more... is um, more well-versed. He controls the fight a little bit better. Blades is a great grappler for the... a great wrestler for the division. But he shown time and time he he doesn't keep the pace and once he can get if once he can get that shot in, uh, he he doesn't he doesn't have the same ability to finish the fight. Okay, we're going to the food categories: pizza or pasta. Pizza. Your favorite cheat meal. My favorite cheat meal, McDonald's. Oh, nice. Um, okay, I don't want to get you in trouble, Kyle, uh, but this was just a topic a couple of weeks ago, and I hope uh, your wife is, uh, you know, she won't take it, uh, she won't get choked at me, but blondes or brunettes? Uh, i got to say brunettes. Okay, okay. Has any fool wanted to mess with you on the streets of Vancouver? Uh, I I had a little bit more with my bouncer days when I was just starting, but no, I'm usually very good at discussing situations. Like sometimes I have someone trying to just mess with the big guy in the room, but I I'm very good at like diffusing and shake the people off. Yeah, and you know what? You could so just I'm not fighting. I'm not. You could just show I, your I fist, like man. Let's see your fist. Oh yeah. You just show them those. They're fucking People running. Have <laughs> yeah. And actually, 
for I for, I don't know if you notice uh, my BFL fights I don't wear the BFL logo glove because they definitely don't fit on my hands. I had to, we had to buy a different brand that that fit a little bit different so I can I can fight for them. Oh wow, submits. All yeah. right. <laughs> okay, the best part about living in Brazil. The weather. It's so it's warm all year round. I hate the cold. I hate the the winter. I hate the rain all the year round here in yeah. Vancouver. I always miss my warm weather. It's ice cream and swimsuit season all year round. Absolutely. The best part about living in Vancouver. The best part of living in Vancouver, my family. Uh, that's my where my little boy and my wife are, and uh, I can go anywhere with all those guys. I have them beside at my gym and before training with. But I got to meet, I got to meet my meet my wife, and we create the most important uh, person in my life. So those two guys. Absolutely nice, man. Who's the toughest fighter you faced so far? The toughest fighter I've faced so far, I would give to Dustin, um, Dustin uh, Joyson. Mm-hmm. Uh, the only guy who beat me, he's at one, he's fighting for one right now. Uh, a guy that like I literally like shut both his eyes out. <laughs> we made a war, we made happen for the five rounds, and still like I, I couldn't finish the fight. I couldn't knock him out and. Still the only loss in my record. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see if one day we can we our pass cross again and we can make a rematch happen. But if not, I will I will always have that fight as, as one of the, the fights that I learned the most and help most help me most improve my career. Yeah, well said. Um, if you weren't a fighter, what would your career be? If a warranty fighter won my career, it would be. It's hard to say. I I did a little bit. I did a lot of stuff. I did. I did. I went for for law school for three years. I graduated on graphic design here in Canada. I did some like party promoting back in my day, but I I would say uh, I was back home uh, helping my family run. Uh, the co- my my family runs a college in Brazil. We have a big law department and uh, program and a lot of with a lot of other schools. And I probably would be back home help help to run the school with them. Nice. What do Brazilians like to drink? We like to drink whatever is in front of us. <laughs> and good answer. We like we like to drink beer. We like to drink vodka. We like to drink whiskey. But uh, we have a cachaça that's a very it's a very Brazilian drink. A uh, sugarcane based liquor that looks like a little bit as uh, rum. Yeah, sweeter. Yeah, I actually went to the liquor store. I asked them. I asked them, I need some Brazilian booze. They didn't know what the hell I was asking for, but I did. I said, <laughs> I, I said, cachaça or whatever, how you say it. And they didn't know. So, but I got something for later. couple more questions. What's your favorite strike or submission? My favorite, uh, my favorite submission uh, is our bar. It's basic, simple, simple, but works every time. Like no, uh, we have we have a saying in Brazil that it's, the, it's our rice and beans. It's the everyday food. It's the everyday 
position. Arm bar from the mountain, from the bottom, from the back. Arm bar all day long. Yeah, we saw and some clips of you. And favorite strike uh, for myself to throw. I'm very, I'm, I love my knees. Uh, once again, I'm very good fighting the show on the long distance and and keep keep keeping keep my head movement, keep away, working my jab and low kicks. But I think I'm more, I'm my, I'm more dangerous and I do the most damage with my knees on the close course. For sure. Okay. If you had a dream fight, who would it be with? John Jones. Or the have for the UFC halfway belt. Nice. Last question, Kyle. What's your most I think you already said it, but what's your most memorable part of your fighting journey so far? My most memorable fight of my journey so far, uh there's no other uh right answer, but the day I proposed to my fiance uh, at the BFL cage after a brought, amazing knockout in the first round, I had a, bro- a broken nose, a lot of bleeding come out on cut out of there, but all her to the cage, and she said yes, and kissed her, and got her mouth full of blood too. So, it was it was a great night for us. Wow, that's a that's a great story. That's a win in the win right there. Yeah. All right, Kyle. Kyle, it's time for Toast to the Goat. For this one, I don't have the Kachatsa, but I do have my Patron. I love my Patron. I love my tequila. Uh, you, you don't have it, but I, I got some right here. Beautiful. That's I brought right from Brazil on my last trip, and I still have a little bit, so let's go spray. All right, brother. You are the absolute undisputed heavyweight champ and you know what it's time that you show the ufc why they call you the king of the north cheers to you man i wish you all the best cheers thanks for the time yeah brother oh yeah awesome man thanks again thanks for doing having some fun with me today man and we will be following your journey we are so pumped up for you God bless. God bless the family. And you're just getting started, man. 100%. I feel right now I got all the skills to do the big show. Uh, it was just a matter of like the visa and and some legal, legal stuff last year. I think right now, either the contender, short notice on the UFC. Once I get my shot, once I get it, and I got that opportunity, I'm just going to grab it and run with it. Absolutely. You hear that, Dana? Get this guy ASAP. He deserves it. Once again, the king of the north. Thank you, Bigfoot. This is the greatest of all time podcast show, GOAT Radio. We will see you next time for more GOAT history. We will see you later. See you, Bigfoot. Go.
Give me your vote. Whipping my shirt, thinking I'm ho. Hollywood Hogan and W.O. Give him the boot, top of the ropes. Put him to sleep, give him the choke. Go ready, yo. Best of all time, didn't know. Talking the game, chat with the pros. Switching the lanes, clearing my throat. Turning it up, start a debate. It's time to go. Wrestle with grace, fall in the snow. Tie up the skates, never too late. It's gonna blow. In the garage, counting some dough. With the big man and he hosting the show. We going global so fast, never slow. Who is the goat of our ghost? Wow. G on 18, whoa. 